welcome back to We Dig Tennessee. I'm your host, Matt Mingus. Uh, glad to have you guys listening. Um, and this week, we're going to hit on a topic you guys have heard me talk about before. Um, I know that April is National Safe Digging Month, and we will get into some safe digging topics uh, as April goes on. But uh, today, I'm going to talk about trench collapses a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I've you heard me talk about them on here before. I'm never going to fail to talk about them. That is, um, in my estimation, probably the number one uh, hazard that we face as ditch diggers in and out of trenches all day. Um, I know every job site can be dis- can be different, whether you've got heavy traffic, you're in the middle of a city, out in the field, and remote, you know, whatever it might be. Um, but the premise of what we do is opening trenches, putting pipe in the ground, and then closing those trenches back up so we are consistently in and out of trenches. So it's a, an extremely uh, prevalent hazard to us. But recently, I had the opportunity to go down to Memphis and uh, speak at the Nuka of Mid-South uh, luncheon. Uh, you know, the Nuka Mid-South chapter is going to be covering West Tennessee, uh, Mississippi, Arkansas kind of area there uh, where they kind of all come together on the western side of Tennessee. And, uh, you know, th- th- I, I would spoke about this particular trench collapse uh, that happened in Powell, Tennessee on this podcast before, but I didn't have quite as much information as I do now, so I wanted to revisit it uh, just a little bit and then go over a toolbox talk that I found on Nuka's website about when, uh, you know, uh, protection against cave-ins is needed. Uh, so, that, so that's what we're going to do. I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, Powell, Tennessee, there was a trench collapse. Um and I didn't put the date in my presentation, but it was several months ago now. Uh, basically, there were two men that were trapped 12 to 15 feet deep. Uh, the collapse happened at approximately 11.50 a.m. At 6.15 p.m., the first victim was removed from the trench after nearly six hours of being covered by 10 feet of dirt. At 8 p.m., the second worker was removed and life flighted to UT Medical Center. So Powell, Tennessee is in East Tennessee. I, I should have mentioned that. I was just talking about being in West Tennessee, but this, this happened over in East Tennessee. Um, both workers uh, were being monitored for compartment syndrome while they were being rescued. Uh, you know, they were given IVs to help combat that. Basically, all that pressure and weight from that dirt causes the toxins in that is normally removed from your body through blood flow and filtration of organs and so to you know get trapped because it can't flow. So. Uh, all those toxins build up and it causes compartment syndrome. Uh, so they were both given IVs to face to to uh, deal with that. Uh, both men faced hypothermia while being rescued, uh, and electric blankets were used to help keep them warm. You know, it was cold, uh, kind of wet, rainy conditions uh, when, when it happened. So they're in a wet, you know, trench with ten feet of dirt on top of them, facing hypothermia. Got IVs in them to fight compartment syndrome. You know, nothing's looking good. Uh, they, According to um, the first responders, both men were in critical condition by 4 p.m. Um, uh, the wet soil conditions made the rescue that much more dangerous. And I, unfortunately, I don't have an update on their condition. Um, you know, they were in critical condition by 4 p.m., so that means one of them spent over two more hours in critical condition trapped in this trench, and the other one spent four more hours uh, trapped in this trench in critical condition. So... Uh, and this, this quote I found to be very interesting came from one of the first responders on the scene there. It said, removing the dirt was like taking a cork out of a bottle piece by piece. That's, a, I think, a pretty good comparison. You know, wet soil, they're having to remove by sh- with shovels, and, and, you know, they're not using machines to get down to them because a machine will, 
you know, take a person in half without skipping a beat if you were to try that. Uh, and there's some pretty chilling pictures if you Google these stories, um, this story of them using a vacuum excavator, using shovels. You know, as they go down, they're putting their their uh, their speed shores, their hydra the hydra, uh, hydraulic shoring uh, in place. Uh, they've they've come in and they've laid out wood platforms to give themselves a steady place to walk, uh, so they're not slipping in mud. Uh, then you know, every machinery, every piece of machine, whether it be a generator or a vac truck or whatever, you know, l- luckily with a vac truck you can get some pretty good reach, but that's you're just adding vibration to that already unstable trench that's already failed once you know so some some scary thoughts uh if you look at the the facts of this trench collapse it's uh or trench collapse it's you know a situation that no no excavator especially no nuka member should ever put themselves in you know you've heard me say this i don't know since i've started this podcast probably a dozen times on here by now there's no reason to put yourself in this situation you know if you're a nuka member you have the resources available to you. There are trench companies all over, whether it be United Rentals or Sunbelt or National Trench Safety or, you know, I, I can't think of all the ones that I see when I go to convention or that help to sponsor any NUCA event that takes place. Um, you know, so those these companies are out there. Uh, you know, go to your NUCA events, get involved, get to talk to these people, get their contact information so that, that they you can use their, what they offer if you were to need it um so let me let me jump jump into the toolbox talk uh, i thought this one's from nuka's website uh, so you can go to nuka.com log into your account go to the toolbox talk page and you'll be able to find this one it's called wind protection against cave-ins is required in excavations here's something for you to think about just one cubic foot of undisturbed soil weighs at least 100 pounds or even more if the soil has a high moisture content uh, that means that just one cubic yard of soil, which contains 27 cubic feet of material, weighs over 2,700 pounds. That's as much as a small car weighs. Now imagine if you are working inside a trench when some soil breaks loose from one of the sides and strikes you, or traps you up against the other side, or buries you up to your chest, or covers you up completely. As you can imagine, the ramifications could be disastrous. Oftentimes, the person trapped in the cave in, soil, in the soil suffocates very slowly because the weight of the soil prevents them from expanding their diaphragm and taking a breath. But other non-fatal injuries could also occur when someone gets trapped in a cave-in, such as broken bones, ruptured internal organs, or muscle damage due to blood flow being restricted by the pressure being exerted by the weight of the soil. So hopefully... The thought of being seriously injured or even dying in a cave-in will motivate us all to be mindful of when we are required to have some sort of cave-in, some sort of protection from cave-ins when we enter excavations. Can anyone tell when a protective system is required when you enter an excavation? Federal OSHA, as well as most state OSHA programs, require us to utilize some of the approved protective systems Anytime we enter an excavation that is five foot or deeper, it's really that simple. If the excavation is five or more feet deep, then we must utilize a protective system. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. This is a good time for you to discuss if cases, if, I'm sorry, this is a good time for you to discuss if your state rules, company rules, 
Worksite rules require protective systems at a shallower depth. And in some cases, the soil may be so unstable that the competent person might even have to utilize a protective system even if the excavation is less than five feet deep. But once again, I will emphasize under no circumstances are you, me, or anyone else ever allowed to enter into an excavation that is five feet or deeper unless there is some form of approved protective system in place. Be aware that it's not your job to figure out what kind of protective system to use or if it is properly built or installed. That job belongs to the competent person. So, if you're the competent person, it is your job. But usually it takes it will take one of the following forms. Slope sides, benched or stair-stepped sides, timber shoring, aluminum shoring, a trench box, shield or other manufactured approved protective systems. Uh, in addition to those methods of protection against cave-ins, there are others allowed as long as they are designed for a I'm sorry, designed or approved by a registered professional engineer and installed per their directions. But take home the message of today's toolbox talk is simple. Do not, for any reason, enter any excavation that is five foot or deeper unless there is an an appropriate protective system in place. And if there's any doubt, ask your competent person. So, like I said, guys, uh, pretty straightforward, pretty simple toolbox talk and if you go in there there's actually some diagrams attached to that uh, with showing the cubic foot of soil and the cubic yard of soil and their size and you know what those figures we referred to in the beginning of that toolbox talk was but guys like I said earlier no excuse in particular for a NUCA member for something like this to happen and let me just say I have no idea who the company that had this trench collapse is so I have no idea if they're a NUCA member or what they actually do um, so that was part of the information I could not get. Um, like I could not get the uh, uh, if the if the folks were okay. You know, being life flighted to you know a major emergency center is a scary thing in and of its own. So uh, hopefully uh, these two fellows are fine and doing good. Uh, maybe hopefully they escaped with minimal injuries or damage. Um, uh, but you know, for a NUCA member, there's no excuse for something like this to happen, guys. You have plenty of contacts people to talk to ways to get information from them uh you know if if you don't have time to get to an event but you need to ask some 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 uh, protective system questions reach out to your local executive director she'll be able to refer you to united rentals or sunbelt or national trend safety or the many others that are part of nuca nationally and not only that but the ones in your local area that that support your chapter so uh, don't be afraid to reach out ask those questions Uh, that's what they're there for so Hope everybody takes that le- that message to heart because that's a that's a big one. Um, actually, this morning I've, I've told you all before on here that you know I have I have Google alerts set up to shoot me emails when trench collapses happen, and I got one this morning about trench collapse in Las Vegas. Um, I haven't had an opportunity to read into that one yet, so I don't want to say too much. But my point to to saying that was that these things happen all the time across the country. Uh, there's a reason that you know a couple years ago OSHA re-emphasized their emphasis program on trenching and trench safety um and we're you know if i feel like at least weekly if not daily i'm getting some sort of a notification or update about a trench collapse and so just do your part in making sure your people stay safe and follow these rules and like i said go to nuka's website and you can grab this simple toolbox talk to share with them so with that 
guys all stopped talking about uh, uh, trench collapses and uh, talk a little bit about upcoming events. You know, like I said earlier, it's uh, National Safe Digging Month, so hopefully we'll be partnering with 811 or some other people to maybe bring you some more po- podcasts and information about uh, National Safe Digging and what what's, what uh, what's going on with that. And then, uh, you know, there's tons of events coming up both in East and Middle Tennessee, uh, working on putting together another event in West Tennessee in the Mid-South area. Um, so be on the lookout for all that. Uh, check out those websites, nukamidtn.com, nukaetn.com to find the information uh, to go to those events. I know uh, here in Middle Tennessee, we just had our axe throwing event. It was a great time. Uh, good turnout, bunch of good folks there. Really enjoyed, um, you know, getting to see those guys. A big shout out to Xylem and uh, Mobile Materials for uh, sponsoring that event. Uh, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I was happy. I had to miss the first annual uh, axe throwing event the year before, so I was happy to be at this one to see everybody out there. It was awesome to see uh, our chapter president, Mr. Darren Cleary, out there. Good to catch up with him again. Uh, Natalie did a great job putting that one together, so... Uh, Thank you to all that came out and, and were involved and supported and, and contributed to putting that together. And uh, I've been seeing uh, Wendy's emails coming from East Tennessee. She's got a ton of stuff she's got put together that she's working on. Uh, her newsletters are looking great. So if you want that newsletter, get in, t- get in contact with Wendy. Get that newsletter. Get all the information about their events. Uh, like I said earlier, visit our websites. Uh, Nuka ETN for the East Tennessee chapter and Nuka Mid TN for the Middle Tennessee chapter. That's where you'll find all the information uh, about contacting our chapters, about what we're doing, about events coming up. Um, you know, uh, check out the social medias. Uh, you know, both chapters are on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. Uh, you know, I know I know the the links to those newsletters and those inform and all that information are, are on those social media platforms as well. Uh, so, check all that stuff out, guys. Come out, get involved with your chapters. Uh, and we'll, we'll keep looking to uh, bring some more good information to you here. If you have any questions about the podcast, if uh, you're a new member and you want to come on and be able to talk about your company a little bit and get to know your chapter and, and, and find some out some information about Nuka, please reach out to me. Uh, and we'll be happy to you know, set up a little conversation. So with that, guys, I'll stop yakking. Um, y'all stay safe out there and keep digging Tennessee.